This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, December 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Still hope for VAs. New Prop 12 lawsuit. Shutdown. Dance. Vilsack. Climate standards. Critical. And FDA rethinks produce requirements. Optimism still strong for voluntary agreements. State and federal regulators told water agencies yesterday that they're holding out hope for voluntary agreements over Bay Delta flows. The state water board is moving forward with the first phase of its 2018 Bay Delta plan, scrapping voluntary efforts with south of Delta contractors. Yet the regulatory proposal does include a pathway for voluntary approaches to be developed, pointed out board member Durane D. Adamo, who spoke at the fall conference for the Association of California Water Agencies. It's my strong belief that discussions with the voluntary agreement parties, including on the San Joaquin, was time well spent, said D. Adamo. There is a lot of really good ideas out there, and we need to give those ideas a shot. Now, in a separate session, Bureau of Reclamation Regional Director Ernest Conant was cautiously optimistic that agreements will come together, quote, in relatively short order. He cautioned, however, that the reviews, approvals, and environmental assessments would still take a couple of years to process and that any new restrictions would be on hold until about 2024. That would be the same timeline as the federal process for redoing the biological opinions governing pumping operations, he added. Next, the board will hold an informational update on the Bay Delta plan on Wednesday. Plenty of discussion about the future of voluntary agreements. Animal rights groups sue CDFA over Prop 12 regulations. A coalition of animal rights groups have filed a lawsuit challenging proposed regulation for the state's animal confinement law, which is set to take effect next month. The groups allege the draft provisions failed to account for the full range of harmful impacts generated by meat and egg production. The agency has embraced the false framing from agribusiness groups and admitted the public health threats caused by confining the animals in cages and crates barely larger than their bodies, said Wayne Paselli, president of the Animal Wellness Action. And on that note, CDFA has opened a new 15-day comment period to gain feedback on recent changes to the proposed regulations. FDA overhauls produce rule. FDA's proposal to give produce growers more flexibility to address the safety of their irrigation water is getting some positive reactions from farm groups. FDA is moving to drop microbial testing requirements for pre-harvest agriculture water and instead have growers conduct comprehensive water assessments. It is our hope that the proposed agriculture water assessment approach will allow farms to individually assess their risks and tailor mitigation methods to each farm, said Eric Diebel, Policy Director for the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition. Ted McKinney, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, expressed appreciation for FDA's leadership in releasing the proposal. Western Growers opted not to comment on the substance of the proposal, but alerted its members it would be developing comments and pointed out that FDA is planning two virtual meetings to get feedback.
Congress averts shutdown. The Senate last night cleared a continuing resolution that will keep the government funded at fiscal 21 levels until February 18. Senate approval of the House-passed measure was delayed until conservatives, led by Kansas Senator Roger Marshall and Utah Senator Mike Lee, got a vote on an amendment that would have blocked the Biden administration from carrying out its vaccine mandates. The amendment failed 48 to 50. The government has been operating under a continuing resolution since the 2022 fiscal year started October 1st. Lawmakers have yet to agree on their FY22 spending legislation. Vilsack. Crop standards will give consumers confidence. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is making clear that the climate smart projects that the department plans to fund out of the USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account will seek to establish standards for climate smart products. Speaking on a webinar, Hosted by the journal Foreign Policy, Vilsack said that establishing climate-related ag standards, quote, will allow us to give consumers greater confidence. Such standards also will enable farmers to embrace climate-smart practices, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and also allow them to participate in ecosystem markets and other ways in which they can identify additional revenue streams, Vilsack said. He also said USDA hopes to make the first funding awards through the program in the second quarter of 2022. Farm groups have varying opinions about whether USDA should get involved in setting standards and developing a green labeling program. Lawmakers focus on next phase of confronting China. Members of a key House subcommittee say the Trump administration did make some headway in forcing reforms in Chinese trade policy with the Phase 1 trade deal. But the lawmakers stressed yesterday in the House Ways and Means subcommittee hearing that they're looking forward to learning the Biden administration's next steps toward a more stable relationship with China. Importantly, the Biden administration is working with our allies to identify areas of convergence and to increase pressure on China with a coalition of concerned partners. That the word of Representative Earl Blumenauer, an Oregon Democrat who chairs the Trade Subcommittee. There's much more that the administration must do on China, and I stand ready to work with them to do so. GOP representatives Vern Buchanan of Florida and Tom Rice of South Carolina both expressed frustration that the Biden administration hasn't detailed its strategy for confronting China on its industry subsidies, cyber theft, and support of state-owned enterprises. Representative Ron Kind, a Democrat of Wisconsin, used the hearing to make his point that the U.S. should rejoin the Trans-Pacific Partnership to better counteract Chinese influence with Pacific Rim countries. Here's today's He Said It. Think R2-D2, repetitive, moving up and down fields. But then you start thinking about harvest, C-3PO. Now you're talking about replicating a human being. That Dennis Donahue, director of the Western Grower Center for Innovation and Technology. He spoke at an assembly hearing on addressing gaps in the ag tech workforce. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, December 3rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.